Welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks, where we review the newest in movies, video games, books, and more. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. How are we doing today, Taylor? We're doing good. We're very excited over here. I don't know about you, but uh, uh, this is a movie we're going to talk about today. A lot of uh, hype around this coming up as we were very interested in seeing this. And of course, this is one of the many films uh, that was delayed uh, because of COVID-19, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today's pick, we are going to be reviewing the 2020 live-action version of Mulan. Yes, released from the Walt Disney Company. Uh, of course, here in the States, due to COVID, uh, it was available via Disney+. Plus. A new thing they were trying out called Premier Access, yes. where if you're a Disney Plus subscriber, you could pay 30 bucks to get it into your library there on Disney Plus. Now, I have heard rumors that it's probably coming out on the normal subscription as of December. So this was kind of like an early access version if you want to see the film. Of course, it would have come out in theaters. It did not. But it is in theaters in international markets, especially like China. So this was a unique uh, first kind situation where, you know, we've had some movies come out that do kind of go straight to video on demand. But this is like a huge, big you think of all the Disney remakes so far, there are a lot of, you know, it's big budget, a lot of, a uh, lot of advertising and usually they do pretty well in theaters, even if the quality of the film is pro or con. Yeah. So this was a kind of a big, uh, kind of a big gamble. I think. On yeah. Disney's and, I, and I get what they're trying to do because I mean, the big thing about these movies is they need to make money. They need to get butts and seats in the mm-hmm. theater and I get it. So, and I, I do applaud that because any film, no matter what, uh, the outcome of the film is there is so much work going into it, a lot of hardworking people and they need to be uh, hopefully compensated and, and for their efforts and uh, mm-hmm. you know with those ticket seats so this was definitely different so both Chris and I had Disney plus of course uh, my, we've got a big family over here so I decided Same. to uh, uh, share it uh, our subscription yes, or thankfully because <laughs> uh, we have not uh, my parents really had shown much interest in watching this so thankfully you you had had uh, let me borrow it so I could watch um, so yeah, Mulan, we have this, you know, first live action version of Mulan uh, under the Disney and, you know, a lot of similarities to the cartoon. Yes. But it was clear from the beginning with a lot of news coming out about this movie that they were going to take a more real historical approach to the character. Yes. There's not going to be music. So it's not a musical. There's no singing in this. And they wanted to do a little more of, you know, an action movie, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And... I will say uh, a first reaction for this film is not what I expected and it left me disappointed. I agree. Yeah. The thing about this is of course, for so many people, there's a lot of nostalgia of the cartoon Mulan. Which, and that's with the, and that's with a lot of these movies coming out, Chris. A lot, these, we, a lot of these, you know, in the last couple Disney, of years, yeah. When they're, you know, these, these live action remakes is some have been very similar with some differences. Some have been almost, you know, like Lion King was almost, almost the exact same movie, just done with you know higher CGI and everything. Yeah. But I applaud that they wanted to try to do something different. They didn't want to mm-hmm. just go hokey with it. They wanted to really try to be 
appropriate to the culture of China yes. and this character. So let's just go off of that first. I will say visually, this film is really looks good. Uh, it's got some great locations. There's so much color popping in this movie. That's something I had to notice really about these Disney remakes is that it's almost more color than you would expect mm-hmm. uh, from not just costumes, but also sets, uh, landscapes, some of the, uh, the, um, the makeup, the the Absolutely. tools, the weapons, yeah, the, it's, the it's costumes and the armor and everything. Yes. But and, yeah. they first thing actually Taylor brought up before we recorded this, I thought that was really smart. The whole movie is in English. And so first off, we both kind of said, if this movie really wanted to be culturally appropriate to this story, the whole thing should have been done in Mandarin or Cantonese mm-hmm. with subtitles. Because that truly would have been more appropriate to, you know, none, none of these people were speaking English then. They didn't know what English was uh, during no. the story. So that was already a first kind of like, okay, you know, great to see a, a full Asian cast. You know, yes. again, uh, they didn't try to whitewash this at all. There was no like, oh, let's, let's cast someone that maybe looks Asian. No, they truly have a full cast. They're, yeah, absolutely. Chinese or, you know, Asian actors to, for this film. And that's great. But I think because of some of the limitations with the English language, sometimes it almost came off a little stereotypical. And I thought that that was that was a poor choice. The other thing that was weird to me was, again, we're trying to different, you know, make different choices from the cartoon, which did have a bit of a fantasy side to it with Mushu and the gods. And this one was like, all right, let's try to do more of a, you know, real life historical accurate war film but they right in the beginning scene describe that mulan has a really strong chi and she can actually move almost like a crouching tiger hidden dragon kind of situation Mm -hmm. and that pulled me out of the movie because so many of the action scenes where she's fighting like one-on-one combat with a bunch of like soldiers it comes off like a crouching tiger movie and i'm like yeah crouching tiger no one moves like that in real life and it's just like it was like, why did we go with that choice if we're trying to be more accurate? And of course, as we said earlier, if you're going to go accurate, you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Or you should, if you, if you want to go that route. Of course, there is still this a bit of magic and mysticism in this. Yeah, there's like a, there's like a, a witch character. There's a witch character. Which, she can turn okay, into a can... hawk. She can turn into a bunch of insects. She can, you know, she has these powers. She can literally take over another person's body and control yeah. them. And I'm like, so if we're going to go with that, then why was there such a hesitation to include a character like Mushu, who would have been the comic element and the guardian yeah. along the way? Instead, it's a phoenix who kind of comes in once in a while to kind of show Mulan the direction, I guess, where she needs to go, but is otherwise pointless. Well, they just could have the wind. <laughs> it's like a, could, yeah, like Ghost of Tsushima. There's my yeah. the wind. <laughs> but, um, the colors. So that, was, that was the weird thing where I was like, where, where, where's the balance? Which I think is why the best section of this movie for me was the moment Mulan gets to the army camp, all the way through her training. Yeah. A lot of that to me was more realistic. It had the great kind of humor of yes, and they actually showed the struggle of, you know, hiding her feminine body. A lot um, more so than than you would think, like they did in the mm-hmm. version. They did that more realistically. They, you know, and, and her having to really try to hide who, who she was, also showing her strength, showing you know she kind of comes from behind, and then she she leads above all these men, 
and she's doing things that none of them can do. And I was like, that was a strong part of the movie for me. I thought that was really successful. But the whole beginning chunk and the big end chunk was so a different movie that I was like, I don't think it was a, a good marriage there. Absolutely, Chris. And and that's the thing. Again, if you're going to commit to being historically accurate and culturally sensitive, then you're going to go all out. And they kind of picked and choose what they wanted to do. And the fact is, her whole arc, I did love that there was a lot more focus on her relationship with her father. Mm-hmm. I think that was a really nice touch compared to the animated version where um, they definitely show the struggle of what it is to be have honor and her struggling with that where in the animated they didn't show that there wasn't you know oh i have to hide but that's it and it's okay but this one it's like you really see her kind of duel with her identity of being you know part of her family what it means to be a woman in that time but also now it's like she's got this heart of a warrior so i did think that was good but the whole weird there's this whole weird plot with her and the witch and i i just didn't like that i i liked the yeah like a weird like almost like slight sisterhood like even though we're enemies we're also on the same side because the the witch is dealing with these problems of the fact that she is working for a man and even though she's almighty and powerful the con is like no you work for me you're you're my weapon you know i'm the ruler here um so there's kind of this bond between her and mulan that like no we're we're you know we're warriors and, you know, we're not so different, you and I, that kind of old, old, you know, villain hero complex that comes up a lot in these kind of- Like Austin Powers. We're yeah. not so different, you and I. We're not so different, yeah. you and I. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it didn't work. And I was, you know, I'm just like the source material, you know, Mulan to me, the animated movie is such a, a rarity of the Disney collection that is like a fantastic movie that has, you know, minus the Mushu element- Yes. So great about that movie is there's no magic involved with the villains or the hero. You have this. She doesn't win by and she doesn't win by magic. No. She 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 wins wins by by her her whims. She wins by you know kicking a major butt and you know she's a true warrior. She just happens to have a spirit guardian that is this tiny dragon for comedic effect. But magical powers here and in this live action movie, even though the the con character he's he's you know a very fierce warrior and he's got you know he's very strong and all that even he has some moments of kind of crouching tiger like all his all his henchmen are like able to run up against walls and stuff i'm going so it felt like you were making more of a like stereotypical chinese action movie as opposed to being like historically accurate and i was like you're taken away from the yeah what i will what i will say and on, on top of that, I thought the casting for the con, it wasn't doing it for me as a villain. Um, I was only excited I, with him because Jason Scott Lee has been in tons of stuff, but this is true. notably that I remember him from was he was adult Mowgli in the Jungle Book that came and out. Indian in the Cupboard. When we were like, what, like 1995 or something? I yeah. remember, um, you know, that was a cool movie as a kid because it was like, oh, it's Mowgli growing up and now he's helping, you know, this whole situation. And yeah, he was kind of just another stock villain. It was, I think, because they, because they split and had they had this con character, and then they had this witch. It was like they couldn't give them equal time. They had to kind of split up. Whereas 
and maybe the fact is that they were just there as obstacles where the real villain was, you know, the struggle within herself. If, if that maybe what's, I mean, really, yeah. Do. You look at the, the real villain is the time period and, and the limitations that women have in terms of wanting to not just be a, a housewife. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, th- I thought it was also a, a major miss to Sean Yu in the, in the original movie who I don't think is, you know, an actual real life person, but is kind of like a con like uh you know yeah. that was kind of what they were probably basing him on was like a mongol leader i mean was so terrifying and had this look yeah. to him and with that hawk and you know his crew there was just something much more terrifying menacing. about menacing yeah. and very little screen time as well he's mm-hmm. not like a he doesn't have a lot of dialogue it's just the the little bit he does i mean that like, moment when you know he comes up to the guards on the wall of china and he's like uh now all of China will know you're here. And he's like, good. Like that was like, you know, one of those villain things where you're like, Oh, he's, he's out for conquest. He, you know, and most of that movie, he doesn't know who Mulan is till the end, which yeah. this one is just, yeah. I feel like the villains were, they were just kind of stock characters, not, not super well written. Um, but I will say the end fight scene was pretty cool. There were some fun yes. moments in that. And, you know, even though I thought it wasn't very realistic, some of the fight scenes are the more exciting parts of this movie. I thought they really, you know, a big action sequence is always going to be exciting. So at least, you know, was happy for that. But overall, I just thought, you know, this movie was kind of a miss for me. I'm kind of, to me, I'm glad I didn't end up going to see it in a movie theater because I feel like I would have been disappointed. And yeah. the way these kind of remakes have been going the last few times, it's kind of made me, less and less interested in wanting to keep going to them. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that's the case. And I and I Disney's going this through this new renaissance of recreating animated classics, which I think any movie or company wants to do that, it's not always the wisest choice. I get you're trying to play with nostalgia, but you got to know that they're playing with nostalgia here and some of the best elements are missing and then they add some weird elements that don't really do the film justice. And I think if they had wanted to do this right. They should have made it a live action musical or they should have really committed, stuck the landing, no mysticism at all and made it very, very historically accurate from the, from yeah, the I mean, if they had done a, a much more authentic war film overall, I thought it would have landed better. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it, it'll be available, you know, to the normal Disney plus subscribers come up December. Yep. Uh, if I had waited a few months, I would have been fine. You know, it was not, it wasn't a movie already that I was rushing to want to go see right away. I was kind of like, you know, I'll see it when I see it. So I'm kind of glad that we kind of saw it through this kind of just, you know, on the laptop situation. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I think we wanted to get, you know, our take on there before you do do see it. So keep in mind, again, this isn't really spoiler. Uh, you know, as you know, the story of Mulan, very similar. So there's not a lot uh, mm-hmm. we gave away, but if you do want to check it out again, I mean, this is our take, and I, I, I think this is one of our first reviews where we're not totally sold on this thing. And of mm-hmm. course, that's a matter of opinion. But I myself, Chris, I would say if we're you know ranking this, I got to give it you know six and a half out of ten. Honestly, that's just my take on it. Yeah, I'd say like a six out of ten. I mean, there is some good stuff in it. Don't get me wrong; it's not the whole thing is just you know not good, but um, just you know, it left me wanting so much more from that type of project, especially for. Uh, a cartoon I love so much and was really excited to see what they do live action, but can't, it can't, it can't know them all, you know, out of the parks. So 
No, but I'm but looking excited. forward to hopefully. I'll be excited to yeah. see what else they do. I think the smart move is going to be you have, Disney needs to pick these movies that maybe are a little more cult classics that aren't necessarily their their top seller favorites and tr- like why why have they not done Atlantis? They haven't done Treasure Planet. Those two movies which are not really musical movies have so much potential for a live action adaptation. Yeah, especially that's where today. they need to go. With, yeah, with CGI with the and everything they have today, oh. they could do so much with that. So I'm 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 hopeful that you know we'll get more of that in the future. But uh, we reviewed Mulan, and that was this week's potential pick. <laughs>